have found the Genesis frequency. This is Dr. Stephen J. Kazmina welcoming you in to another episode of a show that focuses on your whole life prosperity and success. Whole life prosperity and success by cooperating with the universal laws that are available to each and every one of us. This is Quantum Leap Goal Achievement, Radical Personal Transformation, Whole Life Prosperity and Success. Now, stay tuned for another exciting episode that'll move the needle in your life from where you are now to where you want to be. And good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of day it may be, wherever you are in the world when you decided to hit that play button. So glad you did. This is Dr. Cause and in fact, Dr. Stephen J. Kazmina, founder of the Genesis Frequency. And boy, this put your seatbelts on. Put your seatbelts on. This is it today. This is what you need broken down to the essential points to make manifest in your world exactly what you want to show up for you. The desires of your heart. I've been sharing from Neville Goddard's classic work, The Power of Awareness. And today we are on chapter 19. Chapter 19 is entitled Essentials. And I'm going to get right into it because this is so good. We'll talk a little bit about it after I read through the chapter. don't normally like to read on this show, but I was given the suggestion to go through this classic work. So glad I did. The comments and the manifestations and the dreams coming true out there are simply infinitely spectacular. So listen in. The essentials, the essential points are right here in this lesson in this chapter today. Here we go. Neville Goddard. The essential points in the successful use of the law of assumption are these. First, and above all, yearning, longing, intense burning desire. With all your heart, you must want to be different from what you are. Intense burning desire combined with intention to make good, is the mainspring of action, the beginning of all successful ventures, and every great passion which achieves its objective, desire is concentrated and intentioned. You must first desire and then intend to succeed. He quotes Psalm next, uh, the book of Psalms, chapter 42, verse 1, As the heart panteth after the water brooks, so panteth my soul after thee, O God. And then he quotes Matthew, chapter 5, verse 6, Blessed are they that hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. And right back into it he picks up. Here the soul is interpreted as the sum total of all you believe, think, feel, and accept as true. In other words, your present level of awareness, God, I am, the power of awareness, the source and fulfillment of all desires, 
understood psychologically, I am an infinite series of levels of awareness and I am what I am according to where I am in the series. This quotation describes how your present level of awareness longs to transcend itself. Righteousness is the consciousness of already being what you want to be. Second, cultivate physical immobility. A physical incapacity, not unlike the state described by Keats in his Ode to a Nightingale, which is, a drowsy numbness pains my senses, as though of hemlock I had drunk. It is a state akin to sleep, but once in which you are still in control of the direction of attention. You must learn to induce this state at will, but experience has taught that it is more easily induced after a substantial meal or when you wake in the morning feeling very loath to arise. Then you are naturally disposed to enter this state. The value of physical immobility shows itself in the accumulation of mental force which absolute stillness brings with it. It increases your power of concentration. From Psalm 46.10 he quotes, Be still and know that I am God. In fact, the greater energies of the mind seldom break forth, save when the body is stilled and the door of the senses closed to the objective world. Third on the list, the third and last thing to do is to experience in your imagination what you would experience in reality had you achieved your goal. You must gain it in imagination first, for imagination is the very door to the reality of that which you seek. But use imagination masterfully, and not as an onlooker thinking of the end, but as a partaker thinking from the end. Imagine that you possess a quality or something you desire which hitherto has not been yours. Surrender yourself completely to this feeling until your whole being is possessed by it. This state differs from reverie in this respect. It is the result of a controlled imagination and a steadied, concentrated attention, whereas reverie is the result of an uncontrolled imagination, usually just a daydream. In the controlled state, a minimum of effort suffices to keep your consciousness filled with the feeling of the wish fulfilled. The physical and mental immobility of this state is a powerful aid to voluntary attention and a major factor of minimum effort. The application of these three points, number one, desire. Number two, physical immobility. And number three, the assumption of the wish already fulfilled. Is the way to atonement or union with your objective.
The first point is thinking of the end with intention to realize it. The third point is thinking from the end with the feeling of accomplishment. The secret of thinking from the end is to enjoy being it. The minute you make it pleasurable and imagine that you are it, you start thinking from the end. One of the most prevalent misunderstandings is that this law works only for those having a devout or a religious objective. This is a fallacy. It works just as impersonally as the law of electricity works. It can be used for greedy, selfish purposes as well as noble ones, but it should always be borne in mind that ignoble thoughts and actions inevitably result in unhappy consequences. There it is. That's the end of this chapter on essentials. Three steps, all broken down. All this work, the law of assumption, broke it down to the essential steps necessary to make manifest in your world that which you desire. And, you know, this direction, this instruction, runs as a common thread through all the works you would read on manifestation. It's all in here. And Neville breaks it down beautifully for us, giving us the reasons why as well. Number one, desire. But it has to be a burning desire to the exclusion of all else. What is it that you want? He starts us off saying this is a yearning, a longing, an intense burning desire. With all your heart, you must want it. You must want to be different from how you are now or how you perceive yourself now what you see about yourself now you have to have that desire number two on the list physical immobility this is another way to describe moving to that place of absolute stillness that absolute calm moving within closing out you know we hear in scriptures go into the room and shut the door and lock the door and pray meaning to shut out the objective world to retreat to that space and in this chapter it's suggesting hey when you wake up and you're, you're just he says loathe to rise meaning that hey we just we're half in half out don't really want to get out of bed we know we got to get up maybe but we're just in that place of immobility drowsiness see it's it's really the state you know, the state, the beta state that we want to get into where we can most impress our subconscious mind and what's going on there. Or simply a time of meditation. Perhaps you've practiced meditation for quite some time and it's easy, easy for you to move into that state of tranquility and peace and calm shutting out the world around you. That's number two. That's the physical immobility. We don't push. We don't strive. We don't try harder. We don't stress. We don't strain. We move to that place where we have all of our power at our disposal. And we begin to use the power of our imagination.
that desire, that burning desire, that passionate peace that we want to move into our lives, we begin to build it. We begin to assume it. That's step number three. The assumption of the wish is already fulfilled. We're moving into it already being so. The burning desire, and he closes us out in this chapter, the burning desire is thinking of it. What is it that I want? Discerning what we want. Identifying what it is we want. But in the third step, we're thinking from it. It is already done. Because it is already done. We already did that in the first step. We created it. We are creators. We are the creator and the created. So we developed, established, used the canvas in the screen of our mind and the power of our imagination to paint this picture of exactly what it is we want and how we want our life to look. What is the big dream? And with our imagination we constructed that desire. We added the specifics to it. We added everything necessary for us to see what it would look like in our physical world of form. So it's been created in the formless. This third step is talking, but now we come from it. How do we come from it? We come from it by feeling it real. Feeling how we feel with this being real in our experience. This being real in our world of form. How does it feel inside to now experience this? And now we're doing this all from this place of immobility. And we're going to carry this energy into our walk and our talk and our words and our actions throughout our day. But in this place of immobility, we're feeling all the feelings we feel with it being made manifest in our world of form. So key. That's the difference between thinking of it and thinking from it. And he says right here, when we think of it, it's merely a wish or a daydream. When we're thinking from it, we're internalizing it, emotionalizing it, adding the feeling time that impresses the subconscious mind. That's what's happening here. See, the subconscious mind has no power to reject this which it is receiving. And guess what? From there, it moves to make it so. This isn't airy-fairy, woo-woo, new age, nonsense stuff like you see some articles out there. This is law. This is how we work. This is how we are put together and wired. This is the creative process in the individual. The essentials, these three steps. This is how you do it. This is how you move into living your dream into living the life you would love to live. Listen to this again and again and again until you really get it and practice it. Embody it. Don't try it for one day and say, oh, this didn't work. I tried it. It didn't work for me. You're not thinking from it. You will see the changes. You will see the changes very, very quickly if you are disciplined and vigilant and guarding your thoughts and maintaining the energy of thinking from your wish fulfilled. Don't move to a place of judgment. Don't keep score too soon and judge, hey, nothing's happening, nothing's showing up. As soon as you do that, you've stepped out of the state. 
you removed yourself from the state of consciousness of living the life that you want to live. That'll crush it. You, depending on what you want, you don't know what the law of gestation is. I mean, you don't know what the gestation period is. There is a law of gestation, I should say. You don't know what that gestation period is for it to be made manifest in your world of form. You will be moved to certain actions. The way the energy of the universe works, it's action, reaction, action, reaction. The action comes from you. The directive power of your subconscious mind moves the body into a different vibration, a different state to reflect this subconscious state of your dream being real. Your vibration is shifting. The actions that you take directed by the subconscious pilot guide you to certain actions. Your actions are noticed by the energy of the universe. Action, reaction, all sorts of events, circumstances, individuals, situations move into your field of experience that are supported of the experience of living life on your terms that you want to see made manifest in your world of form. That's how it works. This is beautiful. This process used it over and over and over again in my life and continue to use it. I invite you to do the same. Listen again. Get your own copy of The Power of Awareness. Study this every single day. Don't just read it. Study it. Embody it. Highlight. Underline. Make notes. Write and write and write over and over and over again. Form your affirmations. Live in the energy of your wish fulfilled. And this will make a difference in your life. Need a little help with that? Hey, write to me. Stephen, S-T-E-P-H-E-N, at successocean.com. That's Stephen, S-T-E-P-H-E-N, at successocean.com. Just say, hey, I want to talk to you. I want to get on your calendar and schedule an appointment. Let's talk about this. I'm ready to change my life. If you're seriously ready to change your life, I do free consultations with any of my listeners from anywhere in the world. So reach out. I'd love to talk to you. I love doing this work. For right now, that's all the time we have for today. This is Dr. Cause and Effect, Dr. Stephen J. Kazmina. You've been listening to the Genesis Frequency. So glad you have. And I wish for you an infinitely spectacular day. God bless you.